The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us with the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. Alright, it's Saturday, and Saturday is my favorite day of the week. Why is it, Sam? Because it's our CQ Radio Day. Yes, and we get to spend the morning with all of you. So Sam, who do we have today? So today we have a very special guest for anyone that hasn't listened before when Dane has been here. We have Dane Holstrom. He is a certified family law specialist, owner and managing partner of Holstrom Block and Park, a extremely experienced family law attorney, and we have something very special to announce. So Dane has a podcast that was recently launched called Divorce Authority. So we are going to let Dane tell all of you about his podcast, how it came to be, and what personal experiences he's gonna share with us. But before we get there, We're gonna do a little true or false. And Dane is pretty famous for being on the show and um, Kristen and I are pretty excited about it. So we've done some serious research here and we have three questions for Dane. But before we start, I just wanna say that I love doing this because Dane is hardly ever wrong with anything. Except for true or false. When he gets these wrong, it just kind of, you know, it's like a little happy dance in my head. Well, I will tell you, one time I thought I was wrong but I was mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one time when I was studying for the bar and Dane would study with me every Wednesday. And when you're studying for the bar, there's there's MBE questions where they're multi-explanation, best answer or worst answer. So either all are right and you have to pick the most right or all are wrong and you have to pick the least wrong. And Dane would tell me the answer sometime and I'd say, well, no, the answer says it's C, it's right here. And he'd be like, that book is wrong. That book is wrong. You need a new study guide. So yes. uh, And back in the day, remember when multiple choice was actually like easy? Yeah. When you're like in elementary school? That was, yes. That, and then for the bar, it was anything but easy. They- That was the hardest part. Those people who write those questions are sick. They're just (laughs) sick in the head. So, all right, let's get to it, Sam. All right, so I'm gonna give the first question to Dane. Dane, gorilla's blood type is all B. Okay, first off. (laughs) (laughs) I want the audience to know that you guys spent like 10 minutes haranguing me knowing that I would get this wrong. (laughs) So therefore, I'm going to try a new tactic. Okay. And I'm going to choose my answer and give you the opposite one. Okay. All right? True. Darn it, he actually You're got right. it right. Whoa. <laughs> but Whoa. See, but see, I have pleasure knowing in my head that he really thought it was false. Yes, that's fair. He did play his card. So he there. shouldn't have given that disclaimer because then I would have thought he actually got it right. All right, Dane, here's another one. New Zealand has more sheep than people. Well, how do you mean sheep? <laughs> I mean sheep, those Spoken four-legged like a true you know, farm animals. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna do the same method and say true. Yes. Darn it. Uh Uh-oh, we're in trouble here. We're gonna have to come up with a new game. All right, come on, Sam. You gotta get him here, you gotta get him here. All right, number three. No hat trick. Yeah, we we can't give him a hat trick. All right, a regular internet user has three social media accounts. What the heck's a regular? Like on average, any human that 
uses social media only has three accounts. Only three? Or at least three? Has Come on, three. define it better. Come has on. Has three. Has three. One, exactly. two, three. three. The average person has three social media accounts. Well, first, I'm, I'm going to reject to the framing of the question. Okay, it is vague Objection, and ambiguous and incapable strike. of a reasonable definition. <laughs> the answer is true. False. There you go. The that was average for you guys. person has that six, seven point six social media accounts. And I actually said I knew you were going to get that one wrong because he barely knows how to log on to Instagram or Facebook. He doesn't. I don't even think he knows how to comment. Um, so if you're listening, comment? go out there and add <laughs> Dane to your, you know, add Dane as a friend. No, I'm just kidding. He, he, I, my dad has really come a long way with social media, but I knew he was going to get that one wrong. Yep. All right. Well, he still comes out in the lead there, but at least we got him once. <laughs> I'm glad I've made your day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things these days. This is a lot know? of hard work coming up with these questions, Dane. All right. Dane, before we get into Dane Holstrom and the Divorce Authority, let's hear some of our gruesome tales of divorce and get Dane's opinion on the fact pattern. It's time for Divorce Wars. This is Divorce Wars. This couple was divorcing on mutual terms, and the wife had one child with this husband and one from a previous marriage. Well, the husband agreed to pay child support for both children, even though he wasn't obligated to. The judge signed the order, they set up the child support account, and it got kicked back, saying they couldn't have two accounts for the same child. Well, it turns out the wife had been collecting child support from the biological father the entire time they were married, and she never told her husband. So she basically tried to milk two fathers for one child. Well, there is so much wrong with that fact scenario. Um, first off, when you say accounts, uh, the court really doesn't have accounts for children. Um, they make an, an order. Second, I don't know that you can enforce under family law a child support order that somebody voluntarily agrees to make, and I'm differentiating that from contract law. But in family law, there has to be a finding that this person has a legal obligation to support the child before you can do it. So we got lots of problems with the whole scenario where a judge would sign off on that order to begin with. Even if we got past all of those issues, which I think would prevent that from happening, if they lied in the agreement and said it was you know, his kid or they, that he had legally adopted when they didn't, etc., then I think that the now purported father could set aside that ruling based upon the fraud committed by mother when she did not disclose and perhaps fraudulently affirmatively misrepresented that she was not getting support. Obviously, if she said, I'm getting support, then I'm guessing the whole agreement wouldn't have happened. So short answer is, I don't think that the husband and non-father would be legally obligated to comply with that agreement. So what about this, Dane? What if, uh, kind of deviating from the fact pattern a little bit, what if there was two parents and two findings of parentage and there was a support order. Could the court order that both parents pay support for the same child? Answer, you know, I think that's where the law is going because with the finding now under custodial law that you can have multiple parents, it's not just two anymore, then yes, when that happens, the court can in fact award support from or to multiple parents. And yes, we're gonna, I think we could see some really interesting twists in that area. I agree, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I agree too. And my two cents on this is don't double dip. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's not PC and you know, just don't do it. 
Yeah, whenever whenever you're going into an agreement and your idea is to commit fraud, it's probably not a good idea. It's probably not going to go know, well for you. Yeah, karma, it always finds you. And if you go into an agreement with the intent to deceive someone or something, it's not going to end well and it will bite you in the you-know-what. Yeah, that's always a, the, the favorite part of a client intake is when they they know that they're going to ask you something that they really shouldn't be asking you <laughs> and they know it's wrong right and they, they start with well would it be a good idea if i <laughs> and anything that comes after that is not no. a good idea <laughs> yeah whenever i hear a client tell me they have money in the cayman islands um i usually get up and go to the restroom at that point because i don't <laughs> need to hear the rest of the conversation <laughs> that's great well we hope they live happily ever after after, after divorce, divorce. So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, so let's get into it, Dane. Do you want to describe for our listeners a little bit about Divorce Authority and that podcast? Sure. Yeah. As you, as you mentioned, we just launched and uh, it's a it's starting off being a broad based view of divorce and family law. Everything from finding your lawyer and going through that process to the do's and don'ts of custody and child sharing to more complex issues, financial asset division and support scenarios and things like that. But as we proceed, as we get further into it, it's going to get more and more granular with more defined, very specific uh, issues and interests. So more complex one, high asset uh, uh, issues in division of assets or high earning support payers and those complex issues. It starts out from a, a very high altitude view from 20,000 feet of the entire part of family law and divorce. And then we drill down into the very, very specifics of it. And here's why that's so important for everyone listening, whether you have a family law issue or not, is there's so much information out there on the web, but there's not a lot of really factual information. There's not a lot of accurate and up-to-date information. And so this podcast seeks to do that. So you, you can Google and find pretty much any answer you want, but it's not going to be necessarily, and it probably isn't, good advice. So it's really, really exciting to think that there is a source and, and place that people can go to to just kind of from A to Z figure out what issue and, and what answer they want to what question. And I know, Dane, that you've been talking about doing this for a while. Um, we have a lot of conversations over the years about what do we do next? And I know this is something you want to do, but what made you finally do it now? Well, the, the, probably the catalyst was uh, when we sat down and we wrote the, the Divorce 101 ebook, um, and that literally, I thought about doing it for 30 years and I ended up writing it in like two and a half hours. It was just, just, just came out, and that's partly because it's bouncing around in there. And that really was the genesis of it, of saying, hey, we take this now a summary of divorce and family law in our ebook, and we now can add chapters that are way more granular and way more detailed for people and give them specific information. But just a word of caution. First off, as you pointed out, there's a lot of stuff out on the internet, and some of it is absolute crap. And all of it is suspect, including what I say and what we say. And the reason I say that is we don't know your case. We don't know your scenario. We don't know the facts that we don't know. And so we're giving you situations and we're giving you common patterns 
but there's no way that you should take what we talk about and apply it to your case without talking to a lawyer, without being circumspect of how your facts might be different than the scenario that we were describing, because it makes a world of difference under both the law and the application of the law in a factual setting. And so be careful. Be careful taking what we say and applying it to your life, you know, haphazardly, or um, just taking, God forbid, something you read on the internet that comes from a non-lawyer and a non-trained professional that's talking about their life. You might find value in, in advice that they're giving you for your personal life and, and how you conduct yourself as a human being and a parent, and that's, that's very, very cool. But for somebody who's not trained or experienced, particularly in a specific jurisdiction like California, whose laws are different than New York, etc., then you have to be really cautious about applying that as a way to conduct your case. Right. That's what becomes very, very scary. Yeah, and it, it is such a good supplement, but it's a great point, and often people will, you know, think that they read something online and that that means, okay, so I'm supposed to follow this advice or that advice. And just like Dan said, that's not true. It still provides you with a good supplement and information to understand as a whole what's going on. But you may not understand how one very small fact could change an attorney's complete analysis of your case. It may seem like it's very analogous, but it's probably not. And that's why it's so important, like Dane said, to call and get a consult with an attorney and kind of get into the intricacies of your case and then supplement it with that information on divorce authority and and look at it and know it, sleep on it, and and really get involved in your case. Kristen and I always say that it's so important for our clients to not only be educated in the fact pattern of their case, but in the process as a whole, because I think it helps establish expectations and helps bring everyone kind of to a, a better resolution. And Dane, back to Divorce Authority, does this podcast get to know you personally? Do you talk about life experiences that may have shaped you over the years of being a certified family law specialist for 30 years? Uh, I talk about both hypothetical situations and real world ones that I've experienced over 30 years of doing this. Yeah, and I think you get to you get to see get to see me. I mean, there's moments when I, I caution listeners, you know, hey, don't do this, okay? You know, don't do this like we were just talking about. If you're if you're thinking you shouldn't do it, you shouldn't do it, and uh, and and things like that. You know, do not be the loudest one in, or the last one to talk in court. You know, because now you're just obnoxious. Right. Uh, you know, just some human important things that are important to presenting your side of the facts. And then, of course, most importantly, always be in custody, for instance, always be child-centered. And I think you get that when I'm talking to people, because frankly, I feel like I'm talking to, even though when I'm talking to the camera, I'm talking to the, to the microphone, I'm always talking to somebody. So. And so it, someone who is thinking about listening to this podcast, who's your audience? You know, who, who is this geared for? It's geared for anybody who's been in a relationship or had a child, which is a pretty broad group, uh, because again, we talk about co-parenting and custody. We talk about the divorce process. We talk about the presentation of evidence. We talk about the financial aspects of hiring an attorney in a law firm, uh, the, the goods and bads about a relationship with a lawyer, the do's and don'ts for lawyers and for, for, for clients. Hey, if your attorney does this, run, stuff like that. I, I think it's also good for people that are considering marriage and, you know, they are on the fence of whether or not they should go through with the marriage. I think if you listen to the Divorce Authority podcast that you may rethink that decision. God, that I'm- is so cynical. <laughs> that is so cynical. Okay. What do you expect? Okay. No, no. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. This is from a guy who's been married for 41 years. Okay. 
And this is part of what you asked me earlier, and that is this. One of the things that I've learned from a divorce attorney is how to make bad decisions in a relationship and how to hopefully prevent some of those bad decisions from learning from literally the mistakes and the pitfalls of others in a relationship. No, I agree 100% with that statement because from just from the guests that we've had on to Dane, to Carrie, to the therapists that we've had on and the relationship coaches, I learn a lot about things that I may do or hear or see and I don't act the best way that I could have under those circumstances. So you don't have to be going through a divorce or a custody case to be listening to our show or to listening to Divorce Authority because a lot of what we talk about is just how to be a better human being, how to be a better parent. I think that I've grown from this show and when I go home, I try to implement a lot of the stuff that we learn and talk about. What about you, Sam? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I I think it's really just a a powerful forum for us all to talk about being human and getting better and, and being better as human beings. I agree. So, Dane... I know that family law, it kind of it kind of happened to you. But would you go back if you had the choice 20, 30 years ago, would you pick family law again? Boy, that's a it's a it's a tough question because I'm an I'm an entrepreneur by nature and and I very much like doing different business things. And and for, for a long time, even though I was good at it and I, I enjoyed doing it and I liked the relationship with clients, I, I, I was very very hesitant to, to define myself as a family law lawyer, even though I'd been doing it for 20 years. And somewhere about 10 years ago, I really just embraced it and said, this is what I do and it's time to embrace it. And that's taken me to a much different level. So the short answer after that analysis, yes, I would have done it and I probably would have embraced it much sooner. I like that answer. Yeah. Sam and I have embraced it. And oh, yeah. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Eat, sleep, breathe, custody. No, but no, I like that answer because, you know, Sam and I had a show a, a little while back and we asked each other if we'd go back and, and choose law all over again. And uh, I think most days I would and other days I'm, a you know, a secret CIA agent or, you know, I am. I am a, a I'd like to team. live on a swamp. <laughs> yeah, Sam wants to live in Arkansas on a swamp. Okay, you're, 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 Kristen, you're on some reality show somewhere. <laughs> okay, that's what you're doing. But I think that we all three would choose law again. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't, when people ask me what I do for a living, I don't think I say attorney anymore. I think I always say family law attorney. That's good. It's, it's your identity, it's who you are. So, Dane, if there's one more thing you want to tell our listeners about divorce authority, what is it? One, we're available on all streaming platforms. Two, we will cover all aspects of family law and divorce in California. And three, we're going to have fun doing that. And if they have something, uh, someone listening has a topic that they want you to do an episode on, how do they how do they get that information to you? They can reach out to me at divorceauthority.com or all social media platforms. Awesome. So if you listening out there, if you have a special topic or something very specific that you want Dane to cover on his podcast, Divorce Authority, make sure you go to divorceauthority.com. You fill out a form, you let them know, or you can find Dane Holstrom uh, on Instagram for Divorce Authority is his handle. 
We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. So I think we should actually pull from the CQ book. What do you think? All right, let's do it. I don't know if has Dane participated in the CQ book yet. I have not. Uh, this is an We have a first timer. All right. So for all you people listening that don't know what our infamous CQ book is, it's about an inch and a half thick with about ten thousand really random questions, and it's got a beautiful pink binding <laughs> to make sure that Sam and I don't spill anything on it or rip it apart. So we're gonna let Kristen pick a question for Dane. All right. And it's supposed to be random, you know, but I kind of just skim real quick. All right, here we go. Question 1,731. Dane, what was your worst brain fart moment ever? <laughs> Goodness, I, I, there's been a few of them. <laughs> uh, no, I always, I always <laughs> probably as an attorney, I guess, hasn't happened for a long time, folks. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I, I absolutely start, when I recall arguing facts that were not in the case that I was in at the moment, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just on a roll and I'm arguing facts and I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the kids and, and, and there's only one kid and, and I'm getting in my head. We've I, all done it. Yeah. So that kind of a thing. And the that best part is sometimes the other attorney will kind of look at you like. Am I in the right case? Yeah. Exactly. And then they question you're, whether or not they're in the right You're case. doing so good and you're so <laughs> persuasive. There's been a few times where I've yeah. done that and the other attorney hasn't said anything. It's been a really long time, but I did see Kristen do it one time, but it was actually so impressive because I think by the end of the argument, the client believed that they had two kids <laughs> and the court issued an order in our favor and we're smiling and I'm like going through the file going, I think there's only one child, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. <laughs> oh, that was good. All right, Dane. You ask Sam a question. Uh oh. Pick a good one. Yes, I will work for you forever. <laughs> okay, eighteen hundred and fifty. Okay. What type of contest do you think it would be fun to judge? A contest? Oh, a baking contest. One hundred percent. So I've been one of my favorite shows, and I pro- I don't know that anyone listening will join me in this. Is the Great British Baking Show? It. This is a fabulous show. It's like the nicest nicest critiquing of baking ever and I can't bake like at all Sam can't cook no 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 I can't I can't do that at all but so I'm just I admire it so to be in a position where someone cared what I thought about it would be great you know considering that you're one of your favorite reality type shows is about cats meerkat manor I, I do not <laughs> I'm not surprised that you would love cats. to judge a baking show <laughs> <laughs> Meerkat Manor, that's another great one. <laughs> All right, Sam, you ask me one now. All right. Question number 1539. Have you ever stayed up for an entire 24 hours? If so, why? Oh, definitely a few times. Um, I don't know. There was one re- very recently. I was traveling home with my kids from Florida, and between the time change and waiting to the last minute to pack to come home with three kids and seven suitcases and, you know, two strollers, and then, yeah, I, I think I had been up for 22, 23 hours, um, so that was recently, but studying for the bar, law school, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of all-nighters. I don't know that I've ever gone 24 total hours without at least a, like an hour nap. 
I've gone where I've gone on very little sleep for like a long period of time, but I don't know that I've actually got through a solid 24 hours being Yeah, I, I've definitely done it a few times. When we were in Texas at that seminar, I was real close to 24 hours. I wasn't. <laughs> Sam left me at 10, I and I was up till three or four. <laughs> she, she's ready to get started studying, and I'm like, okay, but can I go to sleep real quick and just take a five hour nap? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. That Texas seminar was really awesome. It was, uh, and what we're referring to is uh, Sam and I, actually Dane sent Sam and I. It was amazing. To an advanced uh, family law trial seminar that was in Houston, Texas with some of the best of the best attorneys across the country. And it was an experience of a lifetime. I was just excited to go and actually get alone time with myself <laughs> for 10 days with no kids. I didn't realize what I was getting into until Sam and I got in the plane and I opened this five inch binder of a full case that we were supposed to already have read. It's like taking the bar exam for 14 straight days. But being really videotaped is. and having judge, real judges and a Supreme Court judge critique your hair, the way you the way you move your hands, if you kind I, I move a lot when I talk, my hands move. And you have to have real thick skin because these people yeah. are telling you what you're good at, what you're not good at, and you have to stand there and get this critique on video with about 20, 30 other attorneys there. And, well, and then the best part is at the end of the whole thing, they send you like all 14 days of the video and you should start at the best video if <laughs> first. <laughs> but I mean, you see just such an incredible transformation. There's so many things that even in my head when I'm in court today that I just completely implement, it's been drilled into me in yeah. such a short time. That was amazing. It I was definitely, that a transformation for Sam and I. And so I wasn't happy that Dane was making me go, you know, three, four years ago, but it was one of those where dad knew best. So I will give it, I will give thanks to them. We drank a lot of Red Bull. Oh, coffee. It was disgusting the amount of coffee and Red Bull we were putting in us. That's right. how you get circling back. That's how you stayed up 24 hours. And that, yes. That's, yes. The, that's one of my favorite stories where you drop the coffee. I know. Okay, we'll <laughs> save my coffee for another day. There's lots of spills. But Dane, have you read any good books lately? Yes, I really love this book that I'm into right now. It's called Lifespan by David Sinclair, PhD. And he's a clinical PhD in, as he describes it, the disease of aging. Wow. And it talks about how your body basically wears down, but it gets granular down to the DNA level. And the discoveries that they've made and some of the improvements that they've made, that his hypothesis is that it will not be unusual within 100 years for human beings to live 150 years healthy because it's not the cancer that kills us or that may be what clinically medically kills us it's the degradation in your body that creates the opportunity for the cancer that then kills you wow and so it's really That's cool very interesting all right there's just one more question dane that i i want to ask when you were making the podcast and you were kind of seeing your vision come to light was there anything that was really challenging through the process yeah, there was. Uh, there's always a battle between, for me at least, conveying my personal insights and thoughts and just really just streaming from, from the heart and the brain just live and going and giving an organized presentation <laughs> and, and, and presenting it in a manner that somebody can comprehend because when I just go from the heart, it's like, oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, wait a second, but then there's this situation over here and, and people may not be able to follow it. So. That was challenging for me, and I rely on my great editors for being able to put it together so I can try to get the best of both worlds. 
Now that you've seen your final product with your production team and your editors and the whole team that you have putting together the final product, Divorce Authority, how does it make you feel? I feel good. I mean, it's such a high quality production and I think we've got a, a, a lot of real good content in there. And like I said, it's going to get nothing but better as we get into more and more detailed situations. And again, they're more nuanced and they, they, I'm trying to put stuff out there for everybody who's gone through these situations or is going through these situations just to give them insight. And that's the goal. Well, I know it's going to be good. Sam and I can't wait to listen to it because I know that every time Dane talks, I always learn something new. Very and true. He's got a great team behind him. And, you know, make sure you follow their social media on Divorce Authority because they're going to be having giveaways and launch information and where you can find it, like Dane said, on all streaming platforms. You can also, uh, you know, go on our Instagram and message Sam or I if you forgot what Divorce Authority was and we can help you out. Absolutely. And if anyone has any questions, please feel free to call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. And for anyone that is out there that wants to get a hold of Dane, you can go on hbplaw.com or divorceauthority.com and you can send Dane an email. So if you have a question about a divorce console or you just have a question about his podcast, make sure you reach out to him directly or you can go through us too. And I just want to thank everyone for spending their Saturday morning with us. This was so much fun, you guys. And again, way too fast. And thanks for being here, Dane. You are most welcome. I would love to come back anytime. And don't worry, everybody. He'll be back. We are actually taking CQ on the road, and we are traveling to Las Vegas, Sin City. Cannot wait. So make sure you join us in the upcoming episodes to see what Kristen and Sam do in Vegas. And Dane will be joining us there, too. All right, and remember, let love rule. Thought it was love, had kids in between. You can count on us, we're the custody queens. Yeah, you can count on us, we're the custody queens. The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional, legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.